0: What's good? It is your boy S. Foster back for another episode of 28 Minutes or Less, and this is episode 131 of the podcast. So, today is a bit of a different type of episode. Um, it's not mainly zeroed in on either a person or a movie or a tv series or a rap list anything like that right so obviously this is something that has been in the news for a minute um there's currently a strike that's out um the actors have joined the writer's strike you know everybody that's associated with sag and all those things like that because of ai streaming and all that type stuff so I'm basically entitling this episode um AI streaming right and the reason I think that this is a very huge problem and it's bigger than most people actually realize that it is is because I think that we haven't really spoke about the laziness of people right? And I don't say that with any kind of disrespect, but this is what I mean by this. Um, Any kind of creator, any kind of writer, any kind of actor or anything like that, right? When it comes to people like streaming is a part of, and I'm involved in this part of it It's the laziness of people because how things have gotten dumbed down for us. And I think that the way some people brain work, and it's not a negative thing. It's just convenience, right? So we have gotten a kind of convenience for us that we're so used to. That anytime we get inconvenience, we complain about it, right? And it's like, and I think that's something that we have done as humans that we haven't even realized that we've done, to where it's like, yo, I can't believe I'm complaining about something so small or something so, you know, insignificant to the point where we like, dang, like we're really complaining about this. Like we'll walk into a store and we'll have bad service and we'll bitch about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we have gotten. We have gotten to the point where we will bitch about bad service. We will bitch about our phones taking too long to play a song or or whatever the case may be, right? And I know you're thinking like, how did you get to this, to AI and, and, and streaming and things like that? Is what I mean by that is, you know, I come from a time, I was born in 1985. So I have seen a lot of things change. You know what I'm saying? Um, When I look at the numbers, a lot of my base is around, you know what I'm saying, born between 1980 and probably 1995-ish, you know, somewhere in there, 1992-ish is where my base is. So a lot of y'all have seen a lot of the things that I'm talking about right now. You know, as far as you look at, you know, I come from, Atari was a little bit before me, but I come from the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo 64, you know what I'm saying, the Sega, Sega Genesis, you know, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, all the way up to PlayStation 5, you know, Xbox, all the way up to, you know, Xbox X or whatever the fuck that damn thing is at now. What I'm saying is, I've, I've seen a lot of things change. You know, I've seen internet being introduced to the world. You know, I've seen AOL, I've seen where The internet has started to where it is today. Cell phones, I've seen the elevation of cell phones, but I am from an age where it was all about house phones, you know, where we had to actually remember people's phone numbers, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean by we have gotten lazy, right? We have gotten lazy because You know, back when I was in middle school and things like that, like, you know, you would get girls phone numbers. Like they would write down their their home phone numbers in their yearbook. Right. So now it's to the point where we could tap each other's phone and get all each other's information. The laziness, you know what I'm saying? We could tap each other's phone and have somebody's phone number and don't even know what the phone number is. So I know you're thinking, what did that have to do with AI and streaming? I'm gonna tell you what it have to do with that. Streaming is a part of our laziness because it's something that we use to watch something that is basically what used to be called demand. Like when we first heard of this, this was, it started out with VHS. Well, really the the little thing on the strobe, but you know, I, I never done one of those. But basically, VHS, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's my era. So you got VHS, right? Where you would have to go to, you know what I'm saying? A blockbuster, a pick-a-flick, a family video, you know, something like that, right? So that's where it really kind of started. Started with the VHS, you know what I'm saying, the VCR. And then, you know, Then you got the recorded tapes, and now we started recording things. So then you get to the fact of where you get cable TV, and you record that shit off the TV, so you can watch that shit at any times. So then we elevated to DVDs, right? So then we get the DVDs, and then we get to recording things, and we're watching movies where we will bootleg it, and all of this type shit, right? Camcorders, all that type shit. Then we get this thing called demand. It's like, oh shit, like we can, we can watch a show, you know, whenever we want. We can, you know, we can record it and we can watch it when we want. We can fast forward through the commercials, all this type of shit, right? So now we have elevated to the point where everything has gone over to stream. And we haven't caught up to it as far as what we're gonna do with it money-wise and what that means. Okay, so now I know you're probably thinking, well, what did that have to do with laziness? Well, this is what it got to do with laziness. There is so much content out there, but there are so many people who are casual watchers to where you can dumb stuff down to where people are going to watch it. Like a lot of people watch TV to escape from reality, right? And which is not a bad thing. I watch, that's one reason why I would watch, right? But for me, it's more than that. You know, when I break down these movies on this podcast or TV shows on this podcast, or mainly I do it on the Viewers Anonymous because we do two episodes a week over there, it's more bigger than just watching something to escape. Like, I have an appreciation for great writing. I have an appreciation for how things is being shot. I have an appreciation for, you know, certain type of talents when they're on screen. So, movies that, the way me and my guy Scoots Bronson describe them as you know when you have to sit down you can't take no no bathroom breaks you can't look down at your phone because you're going to miss something the attention span of people has gone down so what all of this ties into AI is the problem is Hollywood knows that people have gotten lazy People attention spans has gone down and that also goes into that's why a lot of things are being remade now with that being said it's not the most terrible idea because there are some movies that has been remade where the remake is better than the original because there have been a change in technology and also with that change in technology you have better graphics you have better green screens You know what I'm saying? You have better editing and all types of things like that. So there are some things that are being remade. that's like, yo, I'm glad they remade that movie because the first time it was made, you know, the technology was a little different. But also what that does is anytime there's something new with a new type of idea, a new type of energy, some people may come up with, yo, that's stupid, that's dumb. I don't understand why they did that. I don't understand this movie. And I think what it is, is people are so used to seeing the same stuff recycled that when they see something new or something different, a lot of people trash it. For instance, perfect example, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele movies are totally, not totally different, but uh, is, is significantly, no, maybe not that much. It's different from a lot of the things that we're watching today, right? You take an idea, they're not getting the money from streaming, but also it started from the writers who are saying that now you can have this whole thing where AI can write a script in like a day or something. This is the issue with the let's let's go with the writing part first and this is what this has to do with everything that I just said when it comes to the Jordan Peele get out stuff when it comes to TI saying he dumbed down lyrics the AI can write a script in a day or whatever right for either a movie or a TV series and what they're saying is what they're doing is they get the machine to pick up on all of the tendencies. They had a machine analyze. Let's just, I use Jordan Peele, let's use Jordan Pill. So this is the type of stuff that he does. We're gonna, we're gonna upload all of his tendencies and all of this type of shit, right? You upload all of that information, boom, here comes out a script. And what they're saying is, yo, we're gonna have people go over and, you know, tweak here, tweak there, all this little stuff. The reason why that's dangerous is because for number one, the creativity is down. But I think creative minds are down because people have gotten more lazy, right? Things are more accessible to you a whole lot quicker. That's what they got to do with streaming. We don't buy albums anymore. We mostly, not everyone, but mostly people go to streaming because you can get all of the songs. You can pick the songs that you like, make a playlist, boom. I'm guilty of that. But I am a person who will listen to the whole album and yeah, I will pick the songs that I like and I will add it to a playlist and I'll move along. Am I part of the problem? Yeah. But at the same time, what I don't like about the whole AI thing, even if it picks up your tendencies, it's not being creative. Even if you go back and you tweak a little here, or you tweak a little there. But what's dangerous about it is the shit will fly because most people are simple when it comes to movie watching. Perfect example. I just watched Oppenheimer this past weekend. To me, really, really, really good movie. Three hour movie, right? but how complex the movie is, how it is so not a simple movie. It's a movie that you have to pay attention to. There's a lot of dialogue, you know what I'm saying, that's going on. There isn't action to to keep you amused. It isn't really, you know, comedy, you know what I mean? It's more of a movie where it's like, yo, like, you really have to sit down and you have to appreciate the story. You know what I'm saying? It's not a movie where you pick up your, like, for me, it wasn't. But for a lot of people, they could go into Oppenheimer and like, man, this shit is getting boring, you know? Let me look at my phone real quick. For me, I was intrigued the whole time. Because I am a creator and I like creative things. I like things that are different, right? So, you know, I had a conversation with some people one day. I'm watching Deja Vu. And Deja Vu, Denzel Washington movie. It's a movie where if you ain't on your shit, you're gonna be like, yo, like, I don't get it. And I was with these people and they was like, yo, this movie stupid. i was like why they're like because i don't get it i was like well that doesn't mean that the movie's stupid and i wasn't saying that they were stupid but it came off that way and what i'm saying is a lot of people look at stuff that they don't understand and they say that it's stupid because they don't get it and i think with this whole ai stuff is we're going to start getting movies where everything is going to be predictable now I know some of you are thinking, yeah, I watch movies now and some of the stuff is predictable and it is. And I think it's because people have, some people may have gotten a little lazy with their work. And it's because I think that the way that the audience is showing you the things that they're like and things like that and the things that all we have to do is get a viral moment, yeah it's easier to simplify things simplify things because the audience is showing you yo we letting you get away with this there's no reason to put forth well let me not say that because everybody isn't gonna go with not being mediocre right but i think that you suffer because of it perfect example my favorite producer who i think is the best producer to do this stuff, The Alchemist. He's doing an interview and he's saying, I know that the music that I do don't get radio play. I know the music that I do isn't the most popular music, but I and the people that I work with are not willing to downgrade our music, or the music that we like to fall in with the popular music. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to sacrifice our work because it's not the most popular. You know what I mean? And that's like Bodie James, Larry June, the Gazelle, the boys. Who else Alchemist work with all the time? Currency. You know, he did the album with Freddie Gibbs. Like, he did an album with Rock. Like, a lot of these guys, there aren't going to sell out arenas. They're not the most popular people, but that's the music that I fuck with. And they have a core fan base to where this is the type of music that they like. Now, the people that are making songs where they're getting viral and all that type shit, that just is what it is. Rhapsody. She's not sacrificing her work. She's not sacrificing showing her body just to get plays. So she's not a popular rapper. Like anytime people talking about the best female rappers in the game, you don't hear her name because her music isn't the most popular. It's not getting any radio play. But she's not willing to sacrifice her work to get more plays. Now I say all of this to say that's what's scary about this AI stuff is the fact that They can get a a a computer to generate a script and make a few tweaks, and that first show or that first movie that is hopefully that this writer's strike they prevent this from happening. But let's say that they once sneak through the cracks, it could be a movie or a TV show, and it could be very popular. Get I don't do anything like I don't I don't do or watch movies that offer Rotten Tomato ratings. You know what I'm saying? But I just bring it up because that's the popular thing that people, you know, use. Oh, they got this on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, It could be a movie that, that a script was generated out of this and it could be a, a 90 Rotten Tomato rating. And they can sit here and be successful and make, you know, to over 100 million in the box office the first week, because people have dumbed down the way that they watch movies and the way that they watch TV shows, because it's like it goes off of what's popular, what what is what is dope at this time, and so a uh, a person like I brought up Oppenheimer, a person like Christopher Nolan, he don't sacrifice his works. His movies are very confusing. I was listening to a podcast and somebody was saying, yo, I didn't like Tenet. It's like Tenet, like I watch, I go through Tenet now and it's like, yo, like I still don't get it. Even me, I don't 100% get it, but I very much enjoy watching Tenet. I thought Tenet was a very, very, very good movie. Do I completely understand it? No, but you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna continue to keep watching it. And every time I watch it, I pick up on something. You know what I'm saying? Cause the type of movies that I like, there aren't the most simple movies. You know what I'm saying? We did a top 10 on the Viewers Anonymous. You know, when you look at like the movies that are at the top of my list, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to Zodiac, when it comes to Inception, and when it comes to Dead Presidents, when it comes to Bone Collector and The Negotiator and things like that, these aren't simple movies. These aren't action-packed movies, even though Inception got a good bit of action in it, but Inception can be very confusing because it's dealing with dreams and, and building worlds and all types of things like that. So what I say is like, they're not the most simple movies. You know what I'm saying? but you can ask other people what their, some of their top movies are and it could be like, yo, these movies could have easily been written and they are not as simple. You know what I'm saying? It could be something like, and there's nothing wrong with Fast and the Furious movies, but there's a lot of gadgets and gadgets that will attract you to watch that movie. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. So that's what's dangerous about this ai stuff and then what it does is it cuts out the middleman all of these creative minds that are creating these movies these movies that are taking us from you know taking our mind from reality when it either i mean it could be sci-fi writers it could be fantasy writers you know what i'm saying comedy writers drama writers you're taking these people from their jobs and you're taking their work and you're simplifying it and saying that we can get a computer to generate what you think and create either an idea that was already done or taking an idea from your tendencies and put together something. But what that does is why would you pay a person Full price when the computer did the work and all you did was tweak it you see what I'm saying you're taking creative juices and, and, and you're and you're adding it to a computer and say spit out a script so no it's not right and I'm not for it because I am a creator and I have a creative mind and I, and I don't want to see a computer-generated script and you put it on screen there's also you know, the, the actors added themselves to it. And now I, I've heard something a couple of weeks ago that was very disgusting, that when it comes to extras, they're scanning people. And so then when they do a movie, they saying that they taking the scan of you and they can just plug it into any movie. So they take your likeness and you're not there. You're not experiencing it anymore. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to um, The Crew Has It, uh, Michael Rainey and Giovanni. Uh, I forget what Giovanni's last name is. But they are um, Tariq and um, oh, what is his name in the show? Man, his name slipped my mind right now. But anyway, they got a podcast. And the dude that played 2-Bit, he, he interviewed. He was like, yo, I was an extra. I started out as an extra, then one day they gave me some lines, and then he ended up, and he did that in Power, and then he ended up being in the Power book. Like, his character elevated from just a extra to a reoccurring role. So, people are missing out on opportunities because you're saying that you're gonna scan them and just throw them in any movie? that's bullshit so we get to the streaming part and this is why I was talking about you go from you go from VCR you go from CDs you go from adding demand on your TV to streaming now like I said I'm a creator you know what I'm saying they did this thing on Anchor which they took it away Um, but now they added to the point where you have to have a hundred followers, at least a hundred followers, right? If you don't have a hundred, they're looking at it like there's no reason for us to pay you anymore, but they was only paying a penny a play, basically. So how much is the stream? How much is the download? So now you have this whole thing of You are coming out with the movie all the money the money that it takes the budget to do a movie and it's like okay so now we're taking this movie straight to streaming well if you're only paying an upfront price how are you getting your money back because everything is about subscribers now I tell you something I ran across the other day so men scoops We wanted to do the curious case of Natalia Grace, right? So he's like, yo, it's on Max. Cool, I got Max. The way that I had Max, see I had HBO Max, I canceled it. And what I ended up doing was I got Hulu. So I did it as an add-on. It was $15.99 to add on Max. I searched the documentary And it's locked. I'm like, I got Max. Why the fuck is it locked? Tell the scoops, like, yo, it's saying it's locked. I was like, I can't watch it. So we text him back and forth. And I'm like, yo, I wonder if I take it off as an add-on and just go to the app and pay for it that way. You know what happened? Shit popped right up. So... They looking at it like, yo, we're only gonna give you some of the material because we want you to actually get us and pay us direct and cut out Hulu and just pay us direct or we're not gonna give you everything. So I was talking to a friend of mine and they're like, yo, I searched a movie and it says that the movie's on Paramount Plus. I got Paramount Plus as an add-on to Prime, but it's saying I gotta rent this movie. Rent about this movie. But what it is, is Paramount wants you to pay them direct. They want you to, uh, to subscribe to just Paramount Plus. You get they app and we will we'll give you everything that we say that we got. So what they're doing is, that's a way that they can get paid. But the problem is, no one can tell you how much a stream is so they're putting all of this money into a movie or a tv show but they're not getting these kickbacks the way that they used to because streaming has changed the game so i get the strike i understand why they're doing this because People want to get paid for their creative ideas. I have absolutely no problem with that. Um, Yes, I know I'm contributing to the problem. You know, as far as like having, um, you know, Apple Music, instead of buying an album, you know, I'm streaming the album. I know I'm contributing to the problem. But When it comes to streaming And doing what I do I watch a lot of movies I watch a lot of TV shows And yes it is easier for me But I have a certain appreciation For what I'm watching That Being in my situation Financially is easier for me to do it that way But I don't want to see, I don't want these people to sacrifice their work for a computer to generate something and just move along. So I get what they're doing. Do I think what's going on is wrong? I do because I think people should be paid for their work. Even though I'm streaming this stuff, I still feel that there are avenues to where these people can still get paid we're talking billion dollar companies right and they're finding ways to nickel and dime people for great work and no I don't think that that's right there's too much money out there and there is a way there is an avenue where these people can get paid so I think that they should you know you sit back and you, you look at some of the movies and they can confuse you, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know. with certain tactics to make it seem like a show or a movie is good. But the real ones know. The real ones know, yo, this was lazy. The way they written this episode or, you know, the movie started this way and then you can see where some stuff was done why did you do this? You know, we did um, Enemy of the State on the Views Anonymous, and we was talking about a part where the dude, like, there was a murder at this lake, and so everybody's out there, FBI, you know what I'm saying, DEA, fucking secret agents, everybody's out there. The ambulance there, fire truck's there, everybody's there. And this dude rolls up in a truck, And he had a bird watching camera facing the lake, exactly what a murder was. But this dude pulls up while all of these people are out there, take the tape out and then keep it pushing and think that these people are not gonna come show up to you and ask you, yo, we need that tape. That movie was done in 1998. I felt like that part was lazy. The writing of that was lazy. So it's not that it's just being done now. It's been done in the past. I'm pretty sure you're watching movies from the 80s or the 90s, like, yo, 30 minutes of this movie, they could've cut this shit out because that was lazy. I'm not saying it hasn't been done before, but the problem that we have, and I'm gonna end it with this, the problem that we're having right now is that with the attention span of people and the viralness, if that's even a word of people where you can have a viral moment and get famous they're taking this stuff and they're dumbing stuff down but the problem is is some of the stuff that's mediocre is having high rotten tomato ratings and some of the stuff that is not complex is getting low ratings. And it's not getting the recognition that is it's being deserved. And that's why it's very scary with what's going on with this AI stuff and the streaming stuff because This shit could fly if these people are not willing to go out and march like they're doing, to go out and strike the way that they're doing. Because they're like, we don't want to sacrifice our work for less because that's what's happening. And less is winning because of the way that people are receiving movies the way that they're watching these movies and tv shows so i'm with y'all i understand what y'all doing because my whole thing is i want to see great work i want to see great writing i want to see great movies i want to see great tv shows that is well written i want to see more things like mayor of east town you know what i'm saying i want to see um you know a show that they canceled that i hated um that they canceled it was um showtime show oh my god it had kevin bacon in it and Aldis hodge why is it uh city on the hill i want to see more shows like that you know what i'm saying there have been a lot of shows that have been getting canceled out here in these streets um and i hate that they are but i understand that some of the stuff that isn't as highly rated is great, and some of the stuff that is lazy written, and they know it was lazy written and lazy shot, and 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 it's getting numbers out here in these streets. And Hollywood has noticed that they're not stupid. And it's all about capitalism. How can we make the most amount of money with the least, kicking out the least amount. You know what I'm saying? Lastly, i say this. A lot of companies in America, y'all see y'all shit, made in China, made in Indonesia, made in Vietnam, made in Mexico. All that is, is they know that over here, you gotta pay people 15 to 18 to 20 to $25 to $30 to make this shit. But we can pay these people over here $2 and the cost to ship it over here and to pay them to do it is still cheaper than paying Americans to do it. So we're just going to do it this way. That's exactly what this fucking shit is. That's the fuck what AI is and I'll leave it with that. So I appreciate everybody for listening. I appreciate uh, Casey um, for the work that he does, the music for this podcast. I appreciate him. I appreciate him for listening. I appreciate him being a part of the team. So uh, I thank that guy. Also, man, shout out to my guy, Scoots Bronson. Uh, The last episode we dropped on Viewers Anonymous is an appreciation episode on Clifton Powell. Really, really good episodes. so go check that out. Also, that last doc that we did um, on The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. Go check that out as well. Um, shout out to Siege. Shout out to JD. Shout out to, uh, to my, my guy E. Carter for doing that thing over there at First Class. Um, be on the lookout for the 4-3. But uh, also, you know, follow, view, Anon, on all uh, social medias. Also, follow me at s.foster8 on Instagram and on Twitter at 28 pod. That's just on IG. You'll see everything that's coming out for Viewers Anonymous and this podcast. And um, that's all I got though, man. Um, so until the next time, this is episode 131 of the 28 Minutes or Less podcast, and I'm out.